Section number 18 of Seeking a Human Spaceflight Program Worthy of a Great Nation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Seeking a Human Spaceflight Program Worthy of a Great Nation by the Review of U.S. Human Spaceflight Plans Committee. Chapter 8. Partnerships Various forms of partnerships have been discussed throughout the report. This section examines in greater detail international partnerships, section 8.1, as well as partnerships among elements of the U.S. government, section 8.2. 8.1. International Partnerships. The human exploration of space is historically interwined with the recent evolution of America's international relationships. The U.S. has moved from an era of competing with the Soviet Union in the Apollo era to collaborating with our historical allies in space station freedom, to embracing the Russians in the International Space Station, and now to engaging many potential new partners. Space exploration has become a global enterprise. Many nations have aspirations in space, and the combined annual budgets of the space programs of our principal partners are comparable to NASA's. See figure 8.1-1. If the United States is willing to lead a global program of exploration, sharing both the burden and benefit of space exploration in a meaningful way, significant accomplishments could follow actively engaging international partners in a manner adopted to today's multipolar world could strengthen geopolitical relationships leverage global financial and technical resources and enhance the exploration enterprise one means of reducing the funding demands of major human spaceflight programs is to join in partnerships with other nations that share common space goals thus far three nations have by themselves placed astronauts in space the u.s russia and china international programs offer the added advantage of providing access to advanced technology not available in the u.s an increasingly common circumstance example russian designed hydrocarbon rp1 fueled liquid rocket motors such arrangements also facilitate cost sharing the principal disadvantage of international programs excluding business to business arrangements based on enforceable contracts is the nations are sovereign entities and as such can unilaterally change their plans which can be very disruptive much of the international community probably justifiably faults the u s with regard to this practice 
but perhaps an even greater impediment to U.S. involvement in international cooperative programs is the U.S. International Trafficking in Arms Regulations, ITAR. The committee deems these laws to be outdated and overly restrictive for the realities of the current technological and international political environment. International programs are generally more difficult to manage than national programs, in part because of the need for a greater degree of consensus and coordination. However, this can often be overcome when one of the participating nations serves in a leadership role, as distinct from a domineering role. The management structure that has involved for the ISS has proven particularly effective and can serve as the basis for the next major international cooperative human venture into space. The committee suggests that the president invite America's international partners to join with America in discussions of this possibility. The question occasionally arises whether the public would support space accomplishments shared among nations, as opposed to those representing purely American achievements. But the fact is that human spaceflight has always existed in an international context, first as competition and more recently as cooperation. It is difficult to argue against the latter. Moreover, the U.S. space program at its height had the self-confidence to emphasize that the United States was acting as a representative of all humanity. The Apollo 11 plaque left on the moon reads, Here men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon, July 1969 A.D. We came in peace for all mankind. If international programs are to succeed, i.e., where a true partnership that benefits all parties exists, there will be inevitably some measure of dependency of the member nations upon one another. In some cases, this may imply dependency with regard to capabilities that lie on a mission-critical path. Witness the impending launch gap. Nonetheless, if effective and meaningful partnerships are to be established, some degree of such dependency is simply the price of admission, a price the committee concludes that is worth paying in most instances. International cooperation has been fruitful for both robotic and human space missions. The U.S. has enjoyed long positive space exploration partnerships with several countries. The U.S. has participated in cooperative efforts with Europe for many years, both through independent European country agencies and through the European Space Agency. Similarly, the U.S. has excellent historical space relationships with Japan and Canada. The U.S.-Russian Space Partnership has roots in the Apollo-Soyuz Project 
of the early to mid-1970s. The current partnership began in the early 1990s with Phase 1, Shuttle Mirror, and continues today with Phase 2, ISS programs. The advantages have been noteworthy. Muir was revitalized and extended because of the capabilities of the space shuttle, and Russian assets provided U.S. logistics and astronaut transport to the ISS following the space shuttle Columbia's accident. In addition to synergies in space exploration, international civil space cooperation has provided positive grounds for fostering understanding between peoples and governments of partner countries this committee believes that the existing partnership should be continued and urges the u.s to consider expanding partnership by forming cooperative relationships with other countries doing so within the current iss partnership framework this framework would serve as the foundation for international collaborations involving exploration beyond low Earth orbit. This position is consistent with the recent National Research Council report, America Future in Space, aligning the civil space program with national needs, which calls for enhancement of overall U.S. global leadership through global leadership in civil space activities. Specific recommendations address aligning international cooperation with U.S. national interests, which include expanding international cooperation and partnerships for the study of global climate change, the development of a body of law for a robust space operating regime, rationalization of export controls, expansion of the ISS partnership, continuation of international cooperation for scientific research and human space exploration, engagement of nations in educating their citizens for sustainable space technology development, and support for interchange among international scholars and students partner countries could develop planetary landers earth departure stages habitats and other significant systems and subsystems as the lead partner the u.s could develop the heavy lift launch vehicle this scenario would help divide costs equitably and elevate the prominence of partner countries the committee notes that China has had an operational human spaceflight program since 2003 and India announced plans to launch astronauts into space using indigenous assets. The U.S. and India have already begun cooperative activities in space. The Shenzhen-1 spacecraft was flown to the moon in October 2008 with U.S. instruments on board. A number of nations are already developing capabilities that could significantly contribute to an international space exploration program. The U.S. has announced that it held preliminary discussions with China 
regarding joint space activities it is the view of the committee that china offers significant potential in a space partnership china has a human rated spacecraft and booster system and is only the third country to launch astronauts into space it has demonstrated advanced capabilities including extravehicular activity on a september 2008 mission china plans to fly the heavy lift long march 5 vehicle before 2015 which it indicates will eventually be used to establish a space station currently planned for initial launch in 2020 8.1.1 international space capabilities the following summarizes the extent of demonstrated activities in space by nations other than the u.s canada the canadian space agency csa is a partner in the iss with significant experience in human operations in space csa has specialized in robotics and teleoperated systems but also has extensive experience in remote sensing radar on orbit servicing communications and space science china as the third nation in the world to launch humans into space the people's republic of china prc has developed an indigenous capability for the technical requirements associated with human spaceflight. The PRC has a stable of space launch vehicles up to medium lift capability, 9MT to low Earth orbit, with upgrade to 25MT in vision, including the upper stage capabilities for geotransfer orbit and interplanetary trajectories china has launched one robotic probe to the moon and has follow-on missions planned the prc has robust capabilities in communications navigation and earth observation satellites next on its announced human spaceflight agenda are demonstrations of rendezvous and docking and the construction of an orbiting space laboratory the prc has demonstrated capabilities in life support power generation and storage pressurized module construction in space propulsion and attitude control guidance and navigation and communications and computation india the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, possesses two very capable launch vehicles, and an upgrade is underway to provide a medium lift capability. India also has an indigenous capability to provide complex satellites and robotic scientific probes, as demonstrated by their first interplanetary robotic mission to the moon in 2008 a human spaceflight program is being strongly recommended to the indian government by isro and is likely to be approved which could lead to indian human spaceflight capability as early as 2015 
to date the indian space program has concentrated on telecommunications earth observation and other low earth orbit satellite programs japan the japan aerospace exploration agency jaxa conducts a robust space program and is a partner in the iss its workhorse launch vehicle the h2 has been upgraded to the h2 transfer vehicle for use as a logistics carrier to the iss while the japanese space program has a lower launch tempo than other major space-faring nations it has extensive capabilities as demonstrated by the iss kibo laboratory which includes teleoperated robotics japan has extensive experience in earth and space science missions and telecommunication satellites as well as in-ground base facilities for astronaut training mission operations communications and tracking japan launched the very successful kayuga lunar robotic mission in 2007 and has plans for follow-on lunar missions south korea the republic of korea has its first space launch vehicle developed with russian assistance ready for flight korea has flown as a spaceflight participant to the iss via russian launch and return but has no other human spaceflight experience the republic of korea has announced plans to develop a lunar orbit by 2020 russia russia has a complete suite of space capabilities from a robust launch vehicle stable to a broad spectrum of spacecraft design production and operation capabilities russia fields a number of space launch vehicles of proven design from small through medium 25 metric tons to low earth orbit with various upper stage combinations that can provide payloads not only to low earth orbit but also to geotransfer orbit and to interplanetary trajectories russia is one of three nations to demonstrate the capability to launch humans into space the highly evolved soyuz spacecraft is currently programmed to become the linchpin of the iss in the immediate future russia has also demonstrated capabilities in large space structures pressurized modules life support power generation and storage communications thermal control propulsion and attitude control guidance and navigation remote sensing computation equipment subsystems and operation techniques these are all elements necessary for both human and robotic space exploration currently the iran north korea and syrian non-proliferation act inksna has limited cooperation in space operations between russia and the united states 
European Space Agency. The European Space Agency, ESA, and its member states possess very significant space capabilities. ESA is a partner in human spaceflight for the ISS and has demonstrated its ability to build large pressurized habitable modules for use as part of the ISS, as well as launch, rendezvous, and other critical capabilities. Through Aran Space, a French company owned by the French government, the Europeans possess the most active commercial space launch program in the world, with various launch vehicles up to medium capability, 21 MT to low Earth orbit. They have demonstrated the capacity to put significant payloads on interplanetary trajectories and have demonstrated space navigation and communications for both low Earth orbit and interplanetary robotic probes. ESA possesses industrial and commercial capabilities to build complex spacecraft and robotic probes, including all subsystems. The automated transfer vehicle has provided significant logistics support to the ISS and has the potential to be upgraded to a cargo return vehicle and eventually a human-carrying spacecraft. Individual member states also have interest in and the capacity for cooperation outside the ESA structure. Cooperation with both ESA and individual European states allows access to significant technological capabilities. Nations other than the above have very limited space programs but could potentially play niche roles as their national, industrial, and technical capabilities allow. 8.2 U.S. Intra-Government Partnerships The committee has examined issues about the space program managed by U.S. government agencies besides NASA, such as the Department of Defense, DOD, and the Commercial Space Office of the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA. Their focus includes the potential impacts of human rating, the current Evolved Expendable Launch Vehicles, EELV, as one option to reduce the post-shuttle launch gap. The FAA concentrates on the role commercial space companies can play in the Space Exploration Program. A study sponsored by the Congress in July 2008 titled Leadership, Management, and Organization for National Security Space described the total U.S. space enterprise as including civil space, commercial space, and national security space, military and intelligence-focused. All of these elements have overlapping capabilities, share technologies, and depend on a common industrial base. As a result, any examination of the U.S. human space program 
must consider its impact on the efforts of agencies responsible for these other U.S. space activities and vice versa. The most obvious concern has been expressed by the DoD, particularly the U.S. Air Force, because of its unique role today as the single agent for government expendable launch capabilities. The family of Evolved Expendable Launch Vehicles, EELV, Atlas V and Delta IV, represent the primary heavy lift capability for the DoD and intelligence communities. Any changes in configuration to these EELV systems, such as incorporating crew escape systems in orbit, in order to human rate them raise concerns about the potential impacts on cost and the ability to reassign vehicles from the eelv production line to high priority national security missions the committee reviewed the technical changes required to human rate an eelv it also met with the National Security Space Leadership in the Office of the Secretary of Defense, the Air Force, and the National Reconnaissance Office. Their views on this matter were consistent. None of the national security organizations would formally object to human rating an EELV if that option were indeed chosen by NASA for its space exploration requirements. However, the concerns noted above were expressed and would need to be managed. The EELV program was initiated in 1995 in response to the Space Launch Modernization Plan and a subsequent National Space Transportation Policy, PDD-NSTC-4. In 1998, development agreements were awarded to Lockheed Martin and Boeing to incorporate government requirements, both civil and national security, into their commercially developed variants of the Atlas and Delta launch systems. Since 2002, the Atlas V and Delta IV EELV vehicles have successfully demonstrated the ability to meet all of the key performance requirements of mass-to-orbit, reliability, and standardization of launch pads and payload interfaces. Because the low-Earth orbit commercial satellite market envisioned in the early 2000 time period never materialized, the U.S. government is still the primary customer for the EELV systems, which are now operated by United Launch Alliance, a joint venture of Lockheed Martin and Boeing. In 2005, an acquisition strategy change was made to maintain launch and launch service capabilities for the Atlas and Delta under a firm fixed-price EELV launch services contract. This contract provides for a critical mass of sustaining engineering and launch production personnel, 
even when the launch tempo is slow. The DoD Air Force indicates that it is technically feasible to human rate the EELV systems, as verified for the committee by an independent aerospace corporation study. In doing so, there are several areas that must be addressed. These include production facilities. United Launch Alliance is currently consolidating its manufacturing capabilities in Decatur, Alabama. The possibility of human rating the EELV systems may add complexity to the planning for this consolidation, though the committee notes that United Launch Alliance has the experience and motivation to mitigate any launch processing. The Aerospace Study commissioned by NASA on human rating the Delta IV Heavy informed the independent assessment of launch system alternatives conducted for the committee. This study on human rating the Delta IV Heavy presented several options to minimize conflict between civil and national security space launch demands. The aerospace options include the possibility of utilizing the orbiter processing facility and space launch complex 39 at the Kennedy Space Center for processing a first stage human rated EELV such options need to be further evaluated. Cost. The increased production rates stemming from both a human-rated EELV and the National Security Systems variant of EELV should have a positive effect on United Launch Alliance hardware costs and reliability, as well as on the United Launch Alliance vendor industrial base a more efficient procurement surveillance and mission assurance program should benefit both dod and nasa programs further the implementation of a human rated eelv could accelerate the planned transition to a common upper stage for the delta four and atlas five eelvs Notwithstanding the cost opportunities, the implementation of a human-related EELV does introduce changes in the existing EELV baseline program. Therefore, a comprehensive management plan and structure with clearly defined responsibilities, authorities, and accountabilities must be formulated if this option is pursued. A similar approach would be required for launch scheduling. Industrial Base If a decision is made to human rate, the EELV systems and NASA were to abandon the Ares-1 system but retain the Ares-5 heavy launch capability, the solid rocket motor industrial base would need to be sustained until the Ares 5 generated demand. The DOD may have to consider support to the solid rocket motor 
industrial base in recognition of both civil and nss needs if both the aries one and aries five programs were abandoned a detailed civil and military analysis would need to be accomplished to ascertain the interdependence of technical and production capabilities between large solid rocket motors that are needed to support the nation's strategic strike arsenals and the large segmented solid rocket motors supporting human rated systems for nasa findings on partnerships international partnerships the u s can lead a bold new international effort in the human exploration of space if international partners are actively engaged including on the critical path to success there could be substantial benefit to foreign relations and more overall resources could become available national security space a desirable level of synergy between civil space efforts and national security space efforts should be reached taking into account the efficient sharing of resources to develop high value components as well as the potential challenges to in joint management of programs and reliance on a single family of launch vehicles in a class for example heavy lift end of section 18 recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc